The QPR podcast is sponsored by deskbeers.com. Perfect as a gift or a thank you to the team at the end of a long week. Each Desk Beers box contains a selection of 12 of the best craft beers available, with two to three styles in each box. As a special offer for QPR podcast listeners, you can get 20% off your first order by entering the code QPR20 when you sign up at deskbeers.com. QPR! Hello and welcome to the QPR podcast. I am David Fraser. Uh, I haven't done the podcast for a few weeks. I've almost forgotten um, what it's like and how to Yay! say it and all the rest of it. Um, with me, there's four of us here tonight. Um, with me is the uh, ev- almost ever-present Paul Finney. I like that, with me. Sounds like a film, with me and I. <laughs> we also have first-time podcaster. Second. Second time is Paul Hull. Hi, Paul. Good evening, guys. And we also have a several-time podcaster. Yeah, I guess goes um, so Editor regular. of Kick Magazine, journalist, writer. AK90's pod. AK90's pod, a live and kicking podcast as well, which is the reason why we're starting so yeah, blimmin' late. Sorry. Um, so if you... If you, if you uh, it's Ash Rose, by yeah. the way. <laughs> yeah, that's my name. Um, occasionally people complain that the podcast is too short. It's not going to be an hour-long podcast tonight. And if you have a problem with that... Contact me. It's Actually, at no. Ash Rose <laughs> on Twitter. If I was hosting it, it would be. Because I don't do rules. I'm still punkish about it. You things. have to deal with the cleaner that comes... She's and, quite rude ...and, and well. phones someone. <laughs> she can't speak any English, yeah. so she phones someone to tell us to get out. I wouldn't know, but she just scares me. She's quite scary. We heard it last week. She, we were trying to get her, and she was quite scary. Yes. Yeah, let's talk about keep yours. So um, <laughs> let's 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 do Nothing all the bits that we need then. to do. No, oh, so, yeah. so you can follow us on Twitter at QPR Pod. You can hear all the old episodes at QPRPod.co.uk. Um, follow us. Look for the new QPR podcast on Facebook. And many thanks as well to our sponsors for the last two weeks, who are DeskBeers.com. So these are the guys that your office or, or wherever you are will deliver you. Uh, I think it's a box of 12 handcraft beer beers. Is that not right, Finney? It is, and um, they do gluten-free ones as well if you're the, yeah. for the celiacs out there. You, you got some sent to you last week, I yeah, believe, when you did the podcast. They're still in my fridge because I haven't had a chance to drink them, <laughs> believe it or not. Well, uh, they've got an offer on for our listeners, so if you want to get uh, a box delivered to your office, if you go on deskbeers.com, put in the code QPR20, you'll get 20% off. Right, on with podcast. We have to start. We've got Sean Derry on in a bit, but let's talk about Friday night. I don't like Craven Cottage. No. <laughs> we don't do very well there, do we? We never do well there. It's, 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 it's just, just wrong. I, don't, I, don't, I wasn't expecting that, though. I mean, I know we've had a lot of disasters at that ground, and performances this season haven't been on a level some of them might expect, even with the results earlier in the season, but that did kind of came out of nowhere. No, I, it did, it, I, I don't agree with you. I actually think that result was coming because it only took one team to take the chances against us. Maybe, yeah. And we were going to be in trouble. We've been given a lot of chances to a lot of teams. And even Rotherham, if you remember rightly, had, had a quite mm. a few chances against us. They took the chances. I mean, was that Rotherham? Rotherham. I liked it. I liked your interpretation of Rotherham. It was nice. It was good. If you didn't fix my border, I swear. Um, but the thing, the thing is, it was all so set up so nicely. I mean, I met up with some friends, came to the pub. Paul came as well. Um, 
And then we wandered on the road in the Paul, queue. Paul was doing your boiler a couple of weeks ago when we were doing the podcast, wasn't he? And what a marvellous job he did. Um, yes, and he's got to be doing me setting the heating as well. Anyway, so we, 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 we walked on the road and we were thinking, like, what was it, Paul? Um, t- uh, Rupert and Tristan were coming for you. And it was all very good humour. It was a good laugh. And then we're going up the stairs and then this massive roar and it's like, should we go back to the pub? You well, know, we should have stayed there. Yeah, I mean, I, I missed. It, to be fair, I saw I, I saw the goal as I came up the stairs, and it looked like that I was closer to him than any of the defenders. Well, well to be honest, Paul, we, we was in the pub, yeah. And as soon as you see the team news come through on their phone, one up front, and you're just thinking, he hasn't really looked at how Fulham have played this season. They, they've been poor, not scoring many goals. You need to go away from home in a London derby and tack a team like that. And mm. it just went horribly wrong from, from, from the first second, really, didn't it? See, the thing is, someone pulled me up on this, where I've been, we've all been asking for time. And quite rightly, we have been asking for time, because it's a big job. It's a, actually, it's a massive job. You've got um, a director of football with no experience in the role that he's doing. You've got a manager or coach or head coach, whatever you want to call him, who's got no experience. So you've got Les buying the players, Chris coaching the players. That's his new, it's going to take time. But that was gutless on Friday. You can forgive anything. That wasn't about tactics. No, that's just no. players just weren't didn't see him up for it. And when if you can't be up for a London derby, and after Paul, all- Paul Murray, sorry, Ash, Paul Murray quoted the best um, on Twitter where he said, um, "No bookings, yeah, and hashtag yeah. in their faces. What's wrong mm. with you?" Especially after watching some of the stuff you get. The, I know the the club roll out the you know we look we're up for it though. But watching Charlie Austin, I know you're going off injured as well. But watching him on Access All Hours in the week, and you, I kind of actually for the first time believed there was a kind of all right. They know it's a derby. Maybe they'll be up for it, but. They just what didn't turn up. Was it a one-off or indicative of a bigger, deeper problem? Well, you've got to ask yourself, we've been done 6-0 there. Well, then you can say, we just don't do it at Fulham. Do you know what? I was yeah, listening... We lost 6-0 to a good Fulham side there. Yeah, we lost 4-0 to a well, poor Fulham side. better Fulham side. Uh, what, yeah. what is didn't it? even try. Do they, have they had two players called Moussa yes, Dembele? Have, yeah. Or am I going yeah, mad? No, they yeah. have. Yeah. Okay, fine. The other one's still exposed. <laughs> are they related? There wasn't some kind of body swap yeah, kind of going on thing. with Tottenham. I think they are related, yeah. Do, right. do, do it got me more than anything, and it, it, it's just annoying, is that not only was there no bookings, there was no tackles. Mm. And when they scored, we just threw the ball up and walked back. I'm not saying the players don't care, because I, I do believe they do care. I know that Steve Gallen cares. I know that Chris Ramsey does care. It might not people agree with that, but I might get a hammer that. But you can no, tell. I do care. When yeah. they've been on the podcast, you can tell they care. What the fuck is going on when you put a performance like that out? That you, you, you go out against a Fulham style like that, who doesn't even play that well, and just... We have a white flag So shitely It's not acceptable Doesn't matter what they do This new weekend Next weekend The weekend after that That was unacceptable Why is it happening Yet again Why is it happening Yeah I'm asking you Because It's I don't know But it We're just happen. so easy To score against We're so easy To break down and, and, and I love You watch those goals There are two players That are In, in amongst it Kind of not doing what they need to do. That all in every one of those four goals Go on. Who was is it? Angela and Anua. Yeah. All okay. four of them. I, I mean, think it was down to sort of two each, really. And, and and let's not get into sort of the specifics of who is and who isn't at fault. But it seems like it's the same errors over and over again. Let me put a theory to you. And I was listening. I actually listened to last week's podcast after Friday night. Which is quite an interesting thing to do Because okay. you were talking about You know, we got the good point at Hull We're doing alright You know, we're kind of going along quite nicely It's my fault And then all of a sudden it's flipped Are we not taking Fulham seriously enough? And I'll tell you why I say that 
we have a very good record against Chelsea, but c- comparatively. Yeah. In the last few years, I think in the six games, I think we won three of them or two of them, and we and we did all right. And maybe we do well against Chelsea because it matters so much to us, and we have this rivalry against them that we pull out all the stops. Is that the same for Fulham against us? No. Are they going for it because it's a big rivalry to them, and we're not taking it seriously enough? But it doesn't matter them. if you're playing Fulham or Sheffield Wednesday. They should be going out there. To but win we the keep game. getting tonked against Fulham. We did it. Was I it noticed Chris I was as well a couple of seasons ago when he had a nightmare. That was another game yeah. that we didn't we didn't play. So very are we well not in. are they up for these games and we're not? David, to be fair, I don't know. I don't think it was. That. I don't even think they tried. I don't even they needed to try. The marking was atrocious. Their goals were so simple. My ma could have scored them, and she's been in hospital for four days. So you know, it's it's one of them things. It's like if you give people room, they'll score. It's not rocket science. But I think it's like but when a second guy went in. You needed your more experienced players to get the foot on the ball yeah. and pick the, mm. and there was just no leadership. They need a, a leader. Yeah. There, right. was, there was there was no yeah. natural. There is there is, in my opinion, on that pitch of that team, no natural leader. But where's your pride? The captain well, needs to grab hold. You know, yeah, but he's not a captain. Exactly, that's the problem. We haven't got a captain. He's, he's too nice. He's nice, but it's great back off the field. He should never be made club captain. Well, the thing is, okay, so you've got a situation where we go to Fulham. And you're expecting them to put in a show. They don't put a show in. And everyone, the fans, I mean, everyone's like, not everyone, but there's, a, there's, there's why did the fans sing the song they sang? I'll tell you why. Because if they hadn't, there's been a freaking rat. Yeah. You know, it's you're talking about the song that yeah. was yeah. played on social media. and yeah. <laughs> He just bibbed out the words. Yeah. Uh, very well done, yeah, the yeah. car driver. And I, think, I can't remember the words. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was quite true, though. It rang a lot, <laughs> lot of truth to that song. And I think yeah. that's a reaction to all the things that. Because I knew. Straight away, and I said to people beside me, "This is you." Um, they'll spin a, the, the club will do this next week, where it'll be rebuilds, look at ourselves, dust ourselves down. Yeah. Well, they've already done it. I think, you, what else you, can you we say? Should, but, you, but you shouldn't go into a game against Fulham or anyone needing to to, to, to dust yourself. It's freaking Fulham. It's not Real Madrid. We've got the, we've got Austin. We've got Phillips. We got Sandro. We got Fur. These are international players. I know Sandro, like, and that yeah. is, is away from being, but. Come on, we've got a much better squad than we even expected in our wildest dreams at the start of the season. We should be going there and at least competing for Christ's sake. Is I felt a bit sorry for Hall because Angela's come in and unfortunately. I don't think Hall done anything wrong. Yeah, I know. And surely. And Angela's done uh, plenty. As a manager, you should pl- the, play the team that's won the last. You know, in, in case of injuries or particular tactics, but to replace one centre back just for a new, shiny new one, and, and clearly the, the partnership needs work as seen by Friday night. Mm. I think it's been unfair on a guy like, you know, a young guy as well, Hall, who came in, did a good job. Or, right, we were still, weren't brilliant at the back, and we still looked like we may concede, but, I, you know, Angara and Anua clearly need work. But the only problem as well is too many midfielders, centre halves when you had Hall to bring another one unknown, and ignoring strikers again. Mm. Mm. Well, Charlie being out for a month is probably the biggest. Well, luckily there's an international break in the middle yeah. of that in there, but but again, it's 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 like, but this keeps happening. It's not Ramsey and Ferdinand. This happened on the yeah. Red Nap. It happened on the. To be fair, that we, should we? Yeah. Well, did it really happen? Well, well, at least with Warnock, I say that we lost six. We lost six now. Yeah. So it's like actually, yeah, just killed. That was a very good Fulham team and a pre-transfer yeah, QPR team. Um, but I'm just, I'm just broken hard at going yeah. there and losing. It just yeah, breaks yeah, me hard. We basically went there with five in defence, really, Paul. With Henry playing the role he plays, we went there with a, with a back five, really, and one up front. We, we didn't go there to attack them. We thought, he's gone there thinking, oh, well, if I get a draw here, nick a 1-0, it'll 
it'd be great, yeah. But as soon as you go one nil down, you go two nil down, then you've got to change it. And then he takes the wrong player off. When you go three nil down, then he takes the wrong player off. I think Jay was slightly hacked off that he was. He was Let's have off. a quick word before we go to Sean Derry. Talk about Cherry. <laughs> oh, dear. You, you don't know it yet. <laughs> what, what what do we think? Oh, ask, uh, my opinion is he's footballers are Kid young beats. kids and often stupid, and I think. That was harsh. stupidity. Well, I, I'm trying to give him an out. Yeah. I'm uh, saying it was stupidity rather than indicative of a bad attitude or anything like that. Because actually, he kind of, when he was walking around the pitch, he kind of looked like he had accepted it. And he was there at the start of the second half. So I would tend to give him the benefit of the doubt that he was just an idiot. And frustrated as well. Frustration, like, isn't it? It's, you know, you're playing in the team. Yeah. That he may not have, you know, getting a lot of the ball. There might be players around him. We don't know who's not doing their job. Clearly, somebody wasn't to lose four 0 So yes, it was stupidity. But I think part of it's There's frustration. Only one person thought he should come off, and he was sitting in a dugout. Everybody else thought it was a wrong substitution. And, and I was that, always going to give him grief as well. I mean, the yeah. thing is, <clears throat> I think Sean Walsh summed it up brilliantly in his tweet last after the game. Is that QPR should stop buying eggs? <laughs> And, you know, and because it always seems to be one, you know, it's it's like, and the, the trouble is now with Cherry, you're gonna you could create an Adele situation where the the guy, I mean, apparently, I, I obviously I was at the game, but apparently a lot of QPR fans were were um, tweeting timetables for buses for him and stuff like that. It's well. not an Adele situation because no, yeah, he was I, out there sure. ten minutes later. On no, the bench. I know, but what I'm saying is, it, he's a gifted player who needs to be encouraged. I don't think hooking him off was a good idea, personally. Fine. But that that that's a that's a legitimate argument. Whoever he pulls off, though, it's the manager's call, isn't it? And if the protocol in football is that you don't walk off down the tunnel, then you shouldn't have done it. But so long as he realizes that now, I don't mind a bit of the scapegoat. Yeah, and I don't mind a bit of petulance if it's because he's so frustrated with the performance and he wants to stay on the pitch and change it more than just being stupid because oh, I want I want to be the star of the show, but. I'd give him the benefit of the doubt for the moment. His history tells us he's not on Adele. He hasn't had a history of having no, attitude I'm problem. No, I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is, give him the ball and see what he can do. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, one person who was uh, did have an opinion on this on Twitter and tweeted on the evening about Cherry's behaviour was um, ex QPR midfielder Sean Derry, who, with a bit of luck, we've got on the line now. Hi Sean, thanks for joining us We've just been talking about that debacle on Friday night at Fulham And we've just been talking about um, how Cherry walked straight off the pitch You had something to say about that on Twitter I think it was words to the effect of, that's not right Um, I take it you never did that No, I've never done that, no, absolutely not I think it was disrespectful to the the football club In particular to the manager Um, Listen, Friday night wasn't a good night, guys. We all know that. You know, those that went to the game, obviously, you know, are bitterly disappointed. You know, us who watched it from home, you know, we were just equally disappointed. But when you see something like that take place, I just don't like it. I, honestly, I've seen that so many times at QPR with various people in the past, and it just brought back bad memories for me. Uh, and is that... I mean, that situation is made worse by how Fulham is set out and that the dugout's on the other side of the pitch. But is it un- absolutely understood amongst players that you go and sit on the bench when you're substituted rather than walk off? Let me tell you something, right? I, I, I seriously, because, you know, I, I, I feel so strongly about it. And only because I've experienced that as a player 
thankfully I never experienced it as a manager but you know I, I, I looked at, I looked at Chris's face on Friday night and you know I felt for him I've got to say I felt for him you know as a fellow manager who stood there on the sideline having seen his team you know quite comprehensively beaten there's no worse feeling for a manager I can guarantee you that but how I stand on it is you know Cherry had all the time in the world to think about his actions. It's not as if he got substituted right next to Chris on that side of the pitch. He had a good 15 seconds to think about how he was going to react to that situation. And he still thought the best way to do was to storm down the side of the pitch and, you know, clap the fans. Clapping the fans, that, 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 for me, that, that, that's not good enough. He should have sat down, took his medicine and got on with it and we, uh, if he's got anything to say to the manager go and see go and see him in, you know in, in the four walls of his office okay Sean <laughs> right or wrong go on you tell me um, Where do you well, we were just discussing whether he gets the benefit of the doubt for being kind of given that he was back on the bench 10 minutes later well did he just make a mistake or was it premeditated and, and I, I suppose the only person who knows that is him well, I'll tell you what the important thing about this situation is, in terms of giving him the benefit of the doubt, <laughs> QPR have lost two really, really important players today. One for a month and one looks like he's going to be out for three months. Chris is going to need absolutely everybody, all hands to the pump this week. And I would have hoped that, you know, Cherry would have come in on Monday morning or, or whenever the boys were back in again, apologised and got his head round his job because... I think there's 11 places up for grabs for this weekend's game against Bolton. And, you know, Cherry needs to be thinking, well, you know, I've got a point to prove here. Um, sorry, sorry, Sean, just to go back a bit. When you say you've seen it happen too many times at QPR, do you mean again many other clubs you wouldn't see it? Why do you think it's happening so much at QPR, this, this, this kind of attitude? Um... That's not. Uh, listen, I can only speak on how I found the club when I played for them, and you know it was um, it was a pretty toxic club. But you know, at certain times of the three years that I was there, I, I, I say that in the you know the greatest respect of how much I I respected the football club, and I, and I see other players coming into the into the place who probably didn't respect it, you know, as much as people like me did. So. That's what I mean by I've seen it before. You know, I've seen it before. You, like when when Adele went and caught the bus back home at six nil. You know, when we when when we got done there six nil. I don't forget things like that. It's not right. It's not yeah. right, guys. Mm. It's just yeah. not right. Sean, hi there, it's Ash. Um, do you think the team is currently lacking a leader type player like yourself, uh, as you were during, especially during that promotion season? Do you think the QPR team need a guy like yourself in the middle of the park to? when you are 3-0 down to, to a local rival, to really G them up and, and make sure to put it right as, as soon as possible? Uh, uh, yeah, I think it's a fair point. I think, you know, it probably is lacking certain types of characters in the in the team at the minute. I've watched, you know, I know I, I, know I came to the Forest game um, a, few, a few weeks ago and I watched it closely, but I've watched probably probably seven of the QPR games this this year. You know, I've been able to watch them all, really. Um, and I just feel that they are lacking certain types of characters in there. I really do. The championship's completely different. It's so it's so ruthless, the, the league is. People call the Premier League ruthless, but 
you need a certain type of character to play in the championship. And I just feel that, you know, QPR are lacking that type of character this year. And I, and I actually think, you know, they're lacking it not just in one position either. I think they're lacking it throughout the main, you know, the the, the kind of fulcrum of the team, centre-half, midfield, possibly attack as well. I think, you know, Charlie needs a lot of, a lot more help up there. So, are you saying, Sean, that you're not sure? I, I don't want to put words in your mouth, so I'm asking you: Are you saying you're not? You don't think QPR have brought the right players in this summer, or we may have done, but they haven't shown themselves to be the right sort of characters yet? I, th- I think it's really easy to just point the finger at the manager. I, I've got to say that I think it's really easy just to point the finger at Chris. Let's not forget that, you know, another win on Saturday probably takes QPR within two, maybe three points of the playoffs, which, in my opinion, my opinion, and and this was before the start of the season, I felt it was going to be a difficult year for the club. I I thought it was going to be probably a season of transition. Um, Obviously, everybody got buoyed by the fact that Charlie and and, and Phillips were kept on deadline day. I sure was. Mm. But I feel that, you know, a lot of the players that are there and, you know, perhaps, uh, you know, not so much Charlie, but perhaps Matty, you know, Matty's got to come to the front a little bit more. You know, I think he's got to produce what we all know he's capable of doing a little bit more regularly than perhaps what he's doing at the minute. And that's not me single-handedly handing criticism out to Matty Phillips. I, I just feel that there's certain players there, guys, who should shoulder responsibility a lot more and I'm not shirking you know the fact that you know there there was there has been and you know there was on Friday night a number of mistakes in that in that performance sorry <coughs> sorry it's me again the mad Irish fella um, to take you back to the 6-0 the, the at the cottage and losing on Friday what what was the dressing room like after the 6-0 to be fair and, and do you see could it have been the same sort of reaction? Fans, as fans, we just see them games and we just get broken hearted. I mean, we don't see it from the other side of the fence. So, what do you reckon would have happened in that dressing room? What happened in your dressing room? <laughs> if you could answer that question, <laughs> I'm no, I can. No, I will. I, I will answer it. I, I feel that you know, I, I can remember this. I can remember when I was sat in there at half time. You know, I, and I got. I was one of the people that got dragged at half time myself. Me, me and Adele. You know, I was pretty embarrassed with my with my own performance that that game, and you know, couldn't wait for for training to start again the following week. And I know that after the game coming off the you know coming off the pitch at six one, I think Jamie Mackey scored the scored the goal that day, and it was just one of embarrassment really. And and the lads felt it, you know, definitely felt that. Neil definitely felt it. It was a you know it was a horrible performance. But I think it was as bad on Friday night. And I feel that, you know, I feel... I mean, I spoke to Jamie earlier on today, Jamie Mackey, about it today. And it's so important that the, you know, the boys responded in training for the manager. You know, he, he, he needed the players to respond. And he needs them to respond for him massively on, uh, you know, at the weekend against Bolton. But no, I mean they're, they're horrible. They're horrible defeats to take. You know, you can handle it when you've given your all and you know you've lost by a goal here or there. But not when you're getting slammed like that. It's, it's it, you know, it, it, they, 
you hope they're few and far between. Hello, Sean. It's Paul Hull speaking. I think one of the main differences between the defeats that the 6 0 and the 6 1 at Jules that you're referring to was actually the matter of the performance. And I don't, I don't actually remember walking away from them games feeling like the, um, the boys didn't care or didn't play, but I did, certainly did on Friday night. It was actually a completely embarrassing performance. And, um, I mean, I can remember. I can remember the 6 0, you know, the, you know, the, the 6 at, at, at Fulham, you know, a few years back. What I can remember is Bobby Zamora and AJ being unbelievable for for Fulham that night. You know that <laughs> afternoon, it was, it was, they were really, really good. I was very they drunk. Were... I was in four of them. <laughs> so was the I, I was very drunk that day. I saw about four of them, and they kept scoring. It was annoying. So, sh- Sean, seeing as we're, we're talking about it, tell tell us tell us what happened with Adele that day. I, I remember when you came on to the podcast. Um, and it's a great episode Anyone that hasn't heard it Go back three years And listen to it When you came on You said you used to sit In the dressing room In between Joey Barton And Adele Tarrapt And you, you felt more like A boxing referee Half the time What What How did the boys react To that When Adele cleared off At half time Um It didn't surprise us That was a problem You know it, it wasn't something That kind of took us By surprise You know Adele at that point had become pretty frequent of doing things not just to the football club but to the to the boys you know to the to his teammates that you know we pretty felt you know pretty disgusted in it all really so at that point where he you know he went and got the bus home or you know the taxi home whatever he got home you know it didn't come as a surprise and, and you know then when it's not out of the blue you know you've got a massive problem you know, you got a problem internally with, you know, with the characters that you got at your football club. So, you know, it was like I say, I can. They're just horrible. They're they're horrible times, and you know, I had a wonderful three times, three years at QPR. Absolutely loved it, but amongst it was just, it was the most bizarre time of my career. It really was. With, with, That's with QPR for you, Sean. I think that's, I mean, to a certain degree, I think everyone kind of, I don't think they relish it. I don't think they relish that, but it's become part and parcel of supporting QPR over the past however many years, you know, it's... Well, you're saying, Sean, you had three years where the atmosphere was at times awful, where, you know, players had terrible attitudes... And your passion and love for QPR is kind of seeping mm. out of you, and we can sense it, and it's tangible. So you're, you're, you're like the rest of us, I'm afraid. This, this club has just done something weird to you, I think. God, have we ruined your life. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys, you know, you guys who have followed them, you know, through thick and thicker. <laughs> That's just you know, you must be You must have been pulling your hair out on... You know, he hasn't got any hair. Um, <laughs> yeah, I haven't got any hair left. Uh, I'm getting bolder by the minute. I don't know. It's just, a, it's just a great club. It really is. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know if it's me, but I just love football. You know, I, I, I love, love, loved every single minute of being a professional footballer. Loved my time as a manager, and it's something that I want to do. I want to be involved until. You know, I can't do it no more. And I'm not too sure everybody's like that in the modern day. You know, there isn't that amount of people who really, really love being involved in the in the game. And I do. I, I just love it. And, I, I, you know, the clubs I played for 
when I look back on my CV and you know the, there's clubs like QPR Palace you know Leeds Portsmouth on there I'm so proud of it you know proud that I've represented such great football clubs it, it, it's brilliant well Sean you know what we're proud of Watford away promotion day <laughs> we're, we're proud of that and that's a memory that um, you and them guys gave us for the rest of our lives I'll tell you what that and, is and so that was on my birthday Paul I, I walked 20 miles that day we did the, the walk that day for the charity and we walked 20 miles in the sunshine and that was a brilliant present and um, I normally thank people for what they did for QPR at this point Sean and, um, but I'm not just going to thank you for what you've done for Rangers I'm also thanking you for proving that footballers have great music taste you have fantastic <laughs> music taste by the way and um, you've completely enlightened me on that side I didn't think footballers like music in, in the same way I didn't uh, you've educated me well done <laughs> And, well, um, well, the modern footballer definitely, definitely don't like the music I like. <laughs> a dinosaur. Sean, you're sounding like you're sounding like my parents did in the, in the eighties. But carry on, anyway, it's fine. And thanks for what you did for Rangers, seriously, big man. And, and um, always welcome in the pub and down at Rangers anytime you can come uh, down and say hello. Uh, and uh, Sean, I think we're nine games in. So in about another nine games time, have you got your boots? Because that's the stage of the season that we get Derry, Hill, and Mackie back in the team. <laughs> <laughs> so you, are you ready to go? Well, I'm just wandering around the garden now thinking, how can I set that up with cones and I can do my sprints and I can start tackling the dog and the little man's just about ready for a two-footer. So, yeah, about, about nine games to go. We'll be, we'll be ready. We'll give you a call. All right. Thank you, Sean. Thanks, really, Sean, really good Cheers, to have Sean, you on. You. And thanks Cheers, for what for the way that time. Really did appreciate it. It was a great day. No props. Top man. Take care, guys. Cheers, Sean. Cheers, Take care. Bye. Great. Always a good interview. I really want him to succeed as a manager because I'd love him back at QPR. He didn't do badly. He yeah, was mugged off a bit. It was Notts mugged County, off a bit, wasn't he? He, he wasn't back. It was his club, wasn't it? It was kind of like, oh, yeah. let's get a chance at QPR. Whatever was going to happen, he probably took it too soon, perhaps. Mm. He can always go back one day. I mean, let's face it, we brought back Tommy Doherty, even though it was just to sack him. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> I did laugh at somebody put on Facebook about bringing back Gary Woodlock the other night. I thought well, that was um, absolutely an amazing line to put down. Seriously? Oh, yeah, yeah, it was. I thought, really? Okay, so um, let's talk Mackie and Charlie Austin injuries. Well, the so, only positive I can take for that... There's a Finney lot of traffic on this street. Finney and I are both fit, so we can cover it. Are you? Yeah. Are you really? Yeah, we're there, we're there. Did he you're, say, ma- you're pub fit. You're in pub fit, yeah. I'm <laughs> yeah. oh, sorry, that's what I meant, sorry. The Bannister and Burn of 2015. <laughs> I mean, I would say Mackie is a blow, and I suppose it is in a sense, but he hasn't really played yet. No, he hasn't, no. So, so, well, so they've got to step up. That's the, the now the challenge to the Polter. rest of the time. Well, I didn't even know he was injured until I saw the, the physio um, film last week. He just kind of disappeared. But if he can get fit, then that's the, what we have to do. We have to make him the main fulcrum of the attack as a target man, I guess, in the old Nygaard's day, and then maybe have Fur as the number 10 if he's fit. You you could go. (laughs) I'm no manager. Anyone looks at my football league things, I'm I'm usually bottom. But you could have Cherry and Phillips up there, perhaps, and then bring back Horlick. Did I say bring back Horlick? Did I just say that? I don't know. Well, Phillips is a guy who's got to step up. You know, he he hasn't showed it, has he, this season so far? Someone at some point is going to have to bring stuff to the table and actually improve I mean if, if this lot have got any pride as players and I do believe they have and I do believe they care is they've now got to show that from Saturday onwards and actually prove they do care everyone says footballers don't care we've hammered them and everything else don't take the criticism lads stand up to the plate but, come out fighting 
to actually like answer your uh, question correctly, Daniel, do you think QPR just done the QPR thing as well with Mackey and signed a player that's not fit again? Because he played, he played like a headless chicken at Charlton, tried his best on the got injured, and he has he's played how many minutes since football then? But he wasn't unfit last season, was he? Yeah, no, but, but, but I see, I, I I don't think that. I think let's let let let's be honest. Perch is one of the worst fullbacks I've ever seen at QPR, and I'll probably get how much horrendous. And Kincelsky isn't that far behind. In fairness, it's two of the worst parents since Christopher Warren and um, <laughs> you know, Krista Warren, Krista yeah. Warren, yeah. Warren. Yeah. And, um, Christopher Warren. <laughs> seriously, um, <laughs> and um, you kind of think, but again, I'm not going to prove you wrong. You know, again, prove me wrong, guys. Get out there, and, but they're steady eddies is the problem with those two as well. But they're not. They, he's, he's a but as steady as a rocket. But that's the pro- they've never been. They have a game, a, a couple of consistent games, but that no one notices what they do. They're not. Just like Gukimia, they're not. I have a problem with with, with Chibnall's with Chelsea. So I think he's. A, a, he, I think he's covering a lot of positions. And I think he's, I think he's an average, decent footballer. I have got a problem with Perch. He got done every single time, left inside, right inside at Charlton, and that's against Charlton. I was looking at him. He speaks to people at, um, at um, Wigan, where he come from, and he, he was youth team at Spurs. Yeah, nobody rates mm. him, to be honest. Yeah, and I think, and we let a youngster supposed to be building the team. Go out on loan. He's doing really well down at Sixfield as well. Yeah, and I think maybe I mean I, I didn't quite understand that. Him adding him into the squad, I didn't think really added anything to him because he's never really had a massive write up. Wigan, he was on a massive contract at Wigan, and we bought that out. So I don't know what we're paying him, but I mean, it's, it just seems madness, really. Where we've got a youngster, we're supposed to be as a youngster. We spoke to him at, at the reveal, didn't we? He, he's real nice lad, really committed to QPR, and it just seems like if we're going to try and build for the future, we've got a youngster, and what does QPR do with every single youngster? We send them out on loan, don't we? But the thing is with QPR, it's always, I mean, we've we, we also got Harriman as well. I was about to say that, and there's yeah. Harriman as well at Wickham, so. It, it's, it's kind of, was that oh, season long though? Yeah, it? I think, it, no, oh. half, half season, I think. Is it January? Yeah. But it's, it's a problem really, is every time we get a bad result, it's talking about rebuild, it's talk about um, getting, <laughs> throw players at it. But sometimes it's deep in that. I mean, the whole place, let's be fair, I mean, Sean Derry said an interesting thing. He said the place was toxic at times. Yeah, it's not a good word. It's not as a. That's not a good word. Now, how many times have you heard that word? Yeah. But how much does he love QPR? That that shows that, that doesn't. It, it grabbed that him. That doesn't yeah. make sense. I um, think to answer your again to answer your question is the best games we've seen Leroy Fur play, and albeit taking the fitness into account, is playing number ten behind a forward. If yeah. if Power can be the battering ram, I'm not expecting him to turn up score goals like Charlie Austin, but if he can hold up the ball a little bit like Bobby Zamora used to, and we can have Fur coming in behind, that's probably the best the option. Best is gonna go. Oh, we can well, loan players still. What do we reckon? Yeah. It's going to be three games without Charlie. Yeah, because we've got the international break in between. Um, how long do we... Wait, sorry, I don't, sorry, you're hosting, sorry. sorry no, no. Um, here's a question. How long do we give... How long will Ramsey get, do you think? There's a good response. Uh, a while. <laughs> uh, he'll, he'll get a while. Yeah. I think you've got to not panic. You've got to take into... A, yes, it was not pretty. Hopefully, it was a one-off, not indicative of a bigger... Deeper problem. Let's hope. Didn't Ipswich get dicked by Reading five one yeah. a couple of weeks ago? Was yeah. it Friday night with in Ipswich were, were at home, weren't yeah. they? Yeah. And it's right. your night fourth or fifth in the yeah, table. Yeah, so now. I mean, in the championships, results do happen. Yeah? yeah, it's how you respond to the result. So um, and there's always another game. There's always another game. Forward. Yeah, right. 
If it had been against Middlesbrough away and we'd got done a 4 0 on Friday night, people go, oh, it's up north and blah, blah, blah. And yeah, so, again, I think everybody's got to get in the context of results, yeah. Everybody's saying that Ramsey out, Ramsey in, whatever, yeah. He is our manager. We need to get behind the team on Saturday and get three points. That's the most important thing because now we've now gone three games without a win. Is it three games? Yeah. Without yeah. a win, we need we need to beat Bolton on Saturday, which are a very beatable team. No offence. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And to the, any Bolton fans. To any Bolton fans <laughs> listening tonight. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. That's brilliant, by the way. That's the first time I've ever yeah. apologised to anyone who's not listening. <laughs> yeah. well, we're still one up with Tim Hill's phantom goal, anyway. Yeah, didn't they? So. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I did try to vote that as goal of the season, but I wasn't allowed to vote for it for the club personally, which I thought was a terrible. Show. Anyway, getting back to what I was saying, get behind the team on Saturday. Get three points, build it on. And I think with way results, we'd only be, what, two or three points away from the playoffs? And yeah. Like, I mean, if you think about first season down, you think where Fulham were this time last yeah. season, they were bottom. Yeah. And, and they hadn't exactly. won a game. Yeah. So we're not as bad as what people were thinking about. And obviously, I think Twitter can be a horrible place at times. People jump on bandwagons and say this and say that. Right, Ramsey might be, as they say, not as experienced as somebody else, but he's still a brand new manager. Yeah, and he's now learning one. The premiership, and a brand new team as well, and a brand new team. Yeah, and I just think, well, we're giving time. I think, unfortunately, obviously, the purse strings have been pulled. Yeah, the club still haven't delivered anything they ever promised. The training ground hasn't been delivered. The new ground hasn't been delivered. There's a lots of big holes in what they keep saying. Just they announced this big announcement last week or two weeks ago. Our Warren Farm's got permission, but. X, Y, J and J And it was, it was still got to be sorted out mm. So it was, it, was, it was a nothing announcement really wasn't it like, And we still know new And the last time I was on here To a new training one aren't we To be fair He, he made sense <laughs> I didn't expect you to do that Paul you, 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 you have to come on here and say more drunk than me yeah. <laughs> Don't ever come on I'm, here and make serious points Right <laughs> We have to go into Wild's End Gabe our producer is doing his pieces which is quite amusing to all of us because he wants us to finish because he doesn't want the aggressive cleaner lady to kick <laughs> him out it's quite funny so I think I can win her over you know yeah. <laughs> I have a plan to, can she play up front we might need her <laughs> <laughs> let me is Shelley good in right. defence yeah. <laughs> ours end ours end which is anything and everything we haven't brought up I'll go first because I'll make it quick first of all <laughs> you, confidence for you you talked up Fallin last week Big time, and he did not have a big time game. No. So I just want to say what a good player um, Jay Spearing is for Saturday. Uh, what good player is it? Gary Maydine. What good player? What good players they are. And I'm talking about big time. What a legend. The other thing is how badly has Kit Simons aged? <laughs> he was like a rock star mid 90s yeah, he was yeah, like, yeah. like was he? good looking he was like could have been in Oasis or something like that yeah. with the slick hair he was a good looking guy people say that now, about me now he looks no, like Paul, your never said about you, they mate. do they bloody do only people that are blind say that terrible he <laughs> could have been the roadie now. for Oasis maybe <laughs> I, I could have been the modern O'Neill for Oasis <laughs> what? so however bad it is you haven't aged as bad as Kit Simons Ash I that's just, a hell of a point, by the way. Well done, you. That is a great. No, point. Actually, sorry, that beats your brothers last week of the weird nerdy thing with uh, the, Queens Pass Rangers. <laughs> uh, by the way, Ben made that point about time for Derry, Mackey, and Hill just like, before he n- tells me off for nicking it. Ash, I just think, I just wanted to say, look forward to Saturday. I mean, Bolton at home gives me horrible memories from the, the first game back in the Premier League where we're all so excited we'd be back yeah, and then Kale uh, scored, didn't he? Yeah, oh, and then we got thumped game, once again. I think it was was that four 0 I think so. Yeah. 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 
I just I think we need we say it on the pod all the time, but we just need to get behind them. Ram, Ramsey's our manager, as we've said on this, and we just need to give him hundred percent for the moment because it's not going to change. I don't think for the long for the long haul. So Saturday, just get behind the boys. Paul Finney, right? I'll make two very quick points. Right, first of all, it doesn't matter if we're behind the team or the board or anything. The players have got to be behind them. Mm. And that's what's got to step up. So it doesn't matter. We're always going to be behind them. For Rangers fans, I thought we were superb on Friday. All right. It was a, we went viral on YouTube for a start. Only we could get tanked 4 0 and go viral. But there you go, it's life. And I'm <laughs> proud of our fans. I mean, whatever people think of them songs is that we do have a passionate support. We do have a passionate football club. And we are an amazing support. And I'm, I'm, I, I was, I was while well, being heartbroken and gutted on Friday, I also looked at our lads. And, and, and lasses singing them songs and thought you know what we still have a body of this football club we still have a structure we still have a passion we still have a culture and long may that frigging continue in the day of Premier League boring supporters who just turn and buy half and half frigging scarves at least we give a shit you'd have a half and half scarf oh, half and half scarf <laughs> but uh, you know what that's what came out of Friday is our fans still care and I hope Tony Fernandez and the board get that video play it a long time and actually realise that our fans do give a shit about this football club and we do care but that was unacceptable Friday and that's the end I'm going to say but the other thing is <laughs> David don't sigh go on Gabe's um, going mad yeah um, go on Friday, um, Saturday she is banging on the door in some Romanian or Polish or something don't know but it's, 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 it's Romanian for get out Okay, for any Romanians and people across the we mean no offence. But um, yeah, Tiger Club um, walk is on, on, on Saturday. Please support us. Please um, donate if you still can. You find it in all various outlets, like www.qpr.co.uk. We'll go, go on it as well. And um, please, can someone talk to me in the way because I get very lonely. Paul Hull. Well, I don't have much left to say after Finney there. No. But, um, um, two things I'd like to say is obviously. Um, <laughs> Finney just nearly spat Bill over the microphone. Anyway, it was, um, I'd just like to say a little personal note is um, on Saturday, um, my dad's not very well and it's going to be his last game for a long time. He's got a little, little operation. So, just like anybody, obviously, my dad's been going since 1952. So, anybody can come say hello to me, it'd be much appreciated. Thank you very much. Paul, 1952? Yeah. <laughs> Paul, was, Paul, Paul was 12 then. <laughs> right, okay. I, I will come and sit with you. How old was Kit Simon? Thank you very much. What's that? How old was Kit Simon? Yeah, it's true. <laughs> right, thank you. You can't tell me to fuck off the podcast. <laughs> iTunes will do their pieces now. Right, thank you very much for listening. This is dedicated to Paul Hull's dad, but also... Uh, He's the not very, the, Well, you know... <laughs> Fine. You know what? I dedicate it to the cleaning lady who's about to kick us out then. Tuesday. She's a very nice lady. Thank you for listening. (laughs) This has been the QPR Podcast. The QPR Podcast is a West 12 Media and Burble Media production. QPR. QPR. Super Rangers.